This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. Honest to God, just running around. Don't point at me. Okay. Listen, you. <laughs> is that the ticket? That's the most. That's the most producer thing on the planet is to point at the talent to go, hey. Oh, <laughs> talent! Not with the the talent. talent. You know the talent, Tom is. Well, I can't say the asshole, so I have to say the talent. So what Catherine does. I wish our talent had more talent. Yes, wouldn't it be nice? Mm. It's absolutely true. Now we're just having a bitch of a time because for some reason my <clears throat> desktop wouldn't stop playing the audio. Oh. But what's we, your name again? We'd read, uh, doesn't matter. We restarted the, <laughs> his computer and then the volume was blaring. And oh. then um, I had to quickly figure out how to work Adele. Adele. How, how'd she like it? I know, I was waiting for it. Yeah, heard, but, um, she da, worked da, da. Adele. Does she have big old giants? She, of course she does. That's what I thought. No and uh, yeah, so we gave, also, we gave Justin a pep talk today. We called Justin. We're both we're both not thriving, uh, my husband and me, because uh, Gogo had her one year shots and woke up a bunch last night, and uh, oh uh, yeah, I Tom gave her, or gave her gave him a big old pep talk today. Um, <clears throat> you're a complete disaster. Get off your ass and get to work. Let's go. It was a great pep talk. It was great. I I go. I was like. Justin, this is what you get. I get to experience for a half hour before the show every day. And he goes, oh, makes makes sense why you're so motivated all the time. <laughs> there you have it. So I went over to the neighbor's house. Yeah. And there's a couple. It's one of the people who lives next door to me's uh, daughter and her husband. Uh-huh. Well, it's the trans people I was telling you. Yeah, yeah. Right? So now I had to hear two days in a row. Oh, you know, Brittany and Rudy are really good. I'm like, oh, Jesus. This is going to be the rest of my goddamn life now. They have such good taste. They have really good taste, mm-hmm. don't you think? Your neighbors? Mwah. Yeah. Okay. We yeah. need to have that cul-de-sac party, and they can tell me to my well, face I, how I'm talented to get it, I am. I'm trying to get it teed up, but it's, it's really hard to do. Yeah. Because there are only two dates open. So i got to figure it out. i got to start... Plus, I'm going to have to, like, not let everybody know because I can't be having, like, 100 people in the driveway. That would not be good. It's a cul-de-sac. It's still, that's way too many. If you had a gigantic grill truck from Jimmy Francis. I got a cul-de-sac, and they everyone everyone but me and the Goldens go out of town almost every weekend. <laughs> so we, like, <laughs> yeah, own that cul-de-sac. Yeah. Which Goldens? Uh, Priscilla and Brian. Oh, I thought, I thought you were talking about my buddy. No, but... If they're like my Goldens, I already love them. Richard Golden's one of the nicest people. He's a doctor. Ooh. One of the nicest guys you'd ever want to meet in your life. I hope he's not listening to hear this, because otherwise it'll be... He's a doctor. No, he's a great guy. Really, really good guy. A doctor of what? Richard Golden. A doctor of keeping me from shooting someone. Like internal medicine? Like your general practitioner, kind of? No, no. He's got a specialty. Well, I think he's retired now, actually, so... It all works out in the end. <clears throat> so we're just looking. I, I was trying to look and find. Uh, I'm on Newser, which is a national news site. And it kind of, it's not way far left or way far right. It's kind of kind of leans left. It's such which, a cute name. Mm-hmm. It always sounds Newser? like Mouser. Doesn't sound anything like Mouser. No, I mean, my mind always goes Newser, Mouser. Hmm. Probably brain damage. <laughs> you call the hospital. <laughs> 
called, get her over. She called Dr. Golden. Call an ambulance. I suppose checking to see what he can do. I think she just had a brain seizure. We got a case of the newsers, Doc. <laughs> yeah, the newsers. She's got the newser. Oh, my God. Oh, no. Oh, no. Terrible news. Um, I'm trying to find information on this vote last night, because didn't they vote? I think the House voted on the new, the new whatever, debt relief agreement, mm-hmm. I guess is what you call it. But I, I can't find it in the news at all this morning. Now, why would that be? I don't know. I didn't see it in the trib either. Oh, here's one. I finally found that it's about the ninth story down. Okay. Am I, is that, are those just my headphones? Because I am really, really breaking up. But it might be my headphones. I think it's your headphones. It must just be dying. your headphones because Jesus I got a Christ. perfect signal. Okay, well, yeah. Use the back one. Don't tell me how to do it. Okay, sorry. <clears throat> how dare you help? I know. Now's the time to talk shit because he can't hear us. Yeah, little bitch. Oh, wait, I'm in the room with him. Bitch. <laughs> I think, ooh, will that do it? Let me see if this will do it. Yeah, God, these are thanks, good. Thanks, Rudy. So, <clears throat> oh, I must have missed that one. Realizing you're an idiot is exhausting. <laughs> What are you laughing at? He goes, now's the time to talk shit so he can't hear. Well, and I, I know. Well, that's, but that's, I was I'm in the room with you. And I, was, I was like, yeah, you little bitch. And then I was like, oh. Was, yeah, bitch. Damn it. <laughs> there you have it. Um, I'm so tired. So what are you guys going to do for a job after you leave here? I don't know. We don't have any skills. Yeah, I don't know what Brittany's going to do. I'll be just fine. I'm sure <laughs> Brittany has got no problem. <laughs> it will not be a problem. Justin, yeah. I'm coming home early today. <laughs> Well, we had yesterday, of course, is 95,000 people in studio, mm-hmm. and not one of them put the headphones back on the charger, so I've, uh, this is my third set of headphones I'm wearing this morning. Hopefully, it'll work. Mm-hmm. I just don't understand why they don't put them back. I don't think they even know they're supposed to. Like, those look... Well, no, it's just decoration over there. It looks like they're is. just like on... It kind of does look like decoration. I've never used wireless headphones until here. You still don't. What do you mean till here? I mean, I've used them here. No, you haven't. Yes, I have the first time I came in. Oh, just the first day. That and was I was it. like, never again. That was the first day. They're nice. I just don't trust the process. I don't like being tethered to the wall. That's like the problem I have. Movement, just in case somebody <laughs> comes in. Indeed. Fight. Indeed. So, but yeah, but these, these headphones sound really good. Yeah, the first ones didn't work at all. The second ones were breaking up, which means they were losing charge. But mm-hmm. now, now, ladies and gentlemen, we're fully professional. Tell us about the There's no question about it. debt ceiling. Okay, so here's the latest on the debt ceiling. And basically, I should probably deliver it like the crusher because it's all it is is all-star wrestling bullshit. It's all... Ri- hey, do you guys watch any of this? I'm, all-star wrestling? I watch a lot of it. <laughs> uh, well, that that, but, because watching the, watching the Senate and the House now is like watching all-star wrestling. Oh, yeah. Honestly, they're not going to pass this thing when I Saturday night at the St. Paul Auditorium. I'm going to take them on. It's all BS. They're going to pass it. Ooh. Ladies and gentlemen, let's honor Brittany. What's your name again? Not sure. Bar- okay. Bernard. I'm working yeah, on Brittany it. Bernard. Yeah, there you go. That's great news. There you go right there. Justin was very nice this morning. I know he loves you, and he just you just had him giggling, which is so nice because we was, both were so tired. Well, he was not awake when you called him. I can promise. Oh, he answers the phone like. He's probably because he's his office is right next to the baby's room, so oh, he's yeah. probably just whispering. But he was up. We were we've been up since like three, but yeah. Okay, so here's the deal. No matter what you heard, I'm trying to dig through this and try to find some truth in all of it. The uh, newser has the headline. This is from the newser staff, as a matter of fact. Debt ceiling bill clears big hurdle, clears House Rules Committee, vote to advance to House floor. 
But there's one guy, where's that puke from that's bitching and pissing and moaning about everything? Oh, uh, God, he was on TV all day yesterday. We're never going to pass this. It's horrible. It's horrendous. I don't know. In other words, he's trying to gain favor with his own voting block. He's That's like, what he's trying to do. He's building up hype. You know what we do now with our, our politicians is more me now, and then we'll get around to the party of eventually. they got to do their Prince quotes, remember? Oh, God, I just hate it so much. All this is is them getting reelected, therefore scamming money from people with influence. Yeah. That's all this is. Mm-hmm. They were always good. Now, let me ask you both this. Was there any chance they were not going to pass this because we would go so deeply in debt we may never recover? No. Mm. Yeah, you're right. It does feel like a bunch of BS. Although I was listening to a a finance podcast the other day, and there was a gentleman on there who was really – it was kind of harsh to hear him speak because he was saying things like – they give out that uh, they're too big to fail. The banks are too big to fail. This is too Uh big to fail. They're not. (laughs) Feel free to go ahead and let them fall. Like, why is it that we have to take a bunch of funds out of taxes and our good money that should be going to things that we need to be able to bail out Wells Fargo? Hey, Wells Fargo, you didn't get your shit together. Now you got a bunch of people that are unemployed, and it's your fault. So why is that our problem? Like, And I I guarantee there's people out there that are like, well, what are people going to do for jobs? You figure it out. That's what you do. You figure it out. Just like Brittany and I are going to have to do three months from now, you just no, figure out how days. you're going to make some money. Three days. Three yeah, days. I was going to okay. say, I thought I got fired at least twice already yeah. this morning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just today. That's I just, exactly right. I just don't get it. The bank's number one job is to be good with money, Yeah. Right? yeah. Oh, yeah. The number oh, one yeah. job is to, like, count money, know how much money they have, be aware of money. So, like, what the heck's going on? I get that I can go into debt. I get that I've gone over my credit limit or my, you know, bank account. But, like, the bank shouldn't. Yeah. So I have a question for you. Because somebody told me this, and I don't know it to be true, and I haven't done the research yet. But they're claiming that one of the people that invented hedge funds, which is the problem, by the way. Hedge funds are a huge problem because it's we're going to take every bit of worth out of this business, and it's going to tank, but I'm going to get really rich. That's basically what a hedge fund is. Right? Well, they're saying now that, George Soros invented the hedge fund. Is that is that true? I haven't looked into it enough to even know. But uh, I know he destroyed the economy in Hungary using that tactic mm-hmm. or those tactics. I guess I, I I just look. What I would like to see is that once one of these pukey sons of bitches in Washington D.C. get up and go, you know what? Maybe it's time we serve the people and stop caring about us so much. But how do you know what? Who is being, and you and I have talked about this all the time. How do you know which person that comes up to you sincerely wants to do that and who is grandstanding? And They're who, all grandstanding. You're right about that. So, how do we know? Like, I know. You, you want to hear somebody say, like, hey, I want to help the people. I want, you know, the, I want to raise the, the community all up and all these things. And you go, cool, me too. Love that for us. It goes back 150 years at least. Well, maybe 120 years at least. Because what happened was, is that all of these very, very wealthy people were allowed to just gather all this money together uh, for about, I don't know, three to six months to a year, whatever it was. And as soon as they had all of their money secured and safe, then they started the federal income tax. Isn't that unbelievable? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They let you get away with all your money without paying any income tax at all. But then once you were solid and you were safe, oh, you guys got to pay health. You got to pay uh, federal taxes now. 
What is it? Why do we let them get away with this? I think most people, you just hit a wall. Like, I don't want to deal with any, I don't want to. Yeah, but you don't want to pay 55, 60% income tax, do you? No, I mean. Because it's going to get there, by the way. I'm just saying that, like, you, you find yourself absolutely paralyzed with these, there's, there's no, what am I going to go fight the good fight? What do you want me to do? Like, I barely, I didn't even put on socks today. I'm wearing slippers. I know, it's true. She's not even wearing shoes, for Christ's sake. I'm wearing sake. shoes. I just took them off because I was wearing slippers and your computer needed help. She walked in and I saw the way she was dressing. I listened to a story about a girl named Jed, the poor mountaineer. Jesus. Shoeless. Yeah. I, I was only shoeless when your computer, w I took them off so I could sit a certain way. I'm just saying I'm not I'm not the one who's going to be figuring out oh, the political. I got to tell you this too, Rudy. Yesterday, I'm... I'm, well, I can't say where I was. It does, doesn't matter. The guy walks up to me and says, what do you think he said, Brittany? He says, uh... Oh, Brittany's so amazing. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly oh what my it God. was. It was Mickey Mouse's cousin? <laughs> no, honest to God, he went up and used that voice. And he kind of went, oh, Brittany's so special and wonderful. <laughs> Oh, she's without her. Where would you be? Um, Rudy, will you give me that that clip as an audio for both of you guys? I'm gonna go ahead and make that my ringtone. Oh, Brittany's so Brit amazing. Brit. Oh, Brit's um, the best. Thanks, guy. I needed that. You're a disaster. Trust me, I'm hearing of a disaster from every person in my life except these people, mystery people coming up to you. That's. Hey, I'm telling you, it happens all the time. They really like you guys a lot. That's weird. And again, I'll I'll ask this question. Uh, how many times do you think somebody came up to me that wasn't about money where they said, boy, Tom, people really like you? How many times have they did that over at the queue in 37 years? That would be zero. Which is, like, wild. I think Why do they do that? Ray Eric had a good point yesterday when he was I talking. I love Ray Eric. I love him. Great guy. Oh, we got a lot of feedback about the show yesterday. Just people just loved, loved the group. Um, yeah, people liked you. Oh, God. <laughs> I better change my viewpoint. <laughs> it's it's just funny because I think it's crazy. Like I, Ray Eric had a good point yesterday. When, how did you not know that the show was as big as it was? And you must have been able to just feel it in the air because so many people knew what you were doing all the time. Oh, you mean the KQ show? Yeah. Well, I saw the the ratings. Oh, not not from them, by the way. Yeah. I never saw them from them. I had to see them from someone else. Do you think they were just worried that <laughs> seeing the ratings would? throw you off like good or bad why would it throw me off we got there because like so no i know but like some shows and some djs i guess djs is a very weird djs word. man <laughs> some people don't want to see ratings at all like have you ever worked rudy with anybody that doesn't want to see the ratings I, i'm that person i never wanted to see them did you really ever no i never wanted to see him because i would I, I never cared i didn't care about what anybody else was doing like yeah I, an old program director would be like hey well you know numbers are blah 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 again so and so and i'm like i i don't care about any of that if i'm worried about what somebody else is doing i'm not worrying about what i'm doing yeah and that's the person i need to be worried about i understand yeah. that absolutely they never even told me by the way that it was the number one rated show in america had the highest ratings in america and they never told me that why would you do that? See, now, when people come up to me and tell me, like, the, honest to God, the real reason I had Tim on yesterday from Niemeyer 
is because he was raving about you and Rudy at lunch that day. He's a huge fan of both of you. I mean, he's a huge fan of the show, but it's all parts of the show that he really likes. Mm -hmm. This guy, other guy yesterday, he, oh, oh, Brittany, oh, Rudy. <laughs> you know, I hear that crap all, but I will say this again, like I told you yesterday, after I brought it up. Why don't people in business with you tell you, hey, man, I ran into a lot of people that really like you? You never hear that. Mm. Do you? No, I mean. How many so times in your career somebody come up and said, you know, people really like you, Brittany? Um, I, it's rare. It's rare in Why? general. But like. You know who's a huge fan of yours? Huge fan of yours. Probably your biggest fan. My Beverly? Doug Sprinthal. Doug, Dougie. <laughs> oh, yeah. They're all Dougie. <laughs> My buddy Dougie. Uh, He's a huge fan of yours. I've Loves you. Paying Doug for a while now. It's just funny. <laughs> I've been shelling out the dough. <laughs> yes. Um, but, but me telling you that yesterday. Yeah. Wouldn't my position be much better because now you have an extra boost of confidence and happiness? And all? Isn't that better for all of us? Yeah. Right? Yeah, it's really So why sweet. don't they do that? I don't know because I, I always tell, I mean, I have, there's a, so many people that come up to me about you Oh no! But they all—it's so funny with you. They always are excited to talk about something you talked about with. Oh me. really? Yeah, because they feel part of the show, like in a cool yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I like, understand that. My, even when my mom came to town, um, she was like, "Well, you know, when Tom said that, you know, it was like a very much so she's part of the conversation." She was right. like, "Yeah, when he said this, I agreed with him. When you guys talked about this, I kept thinking this." Um, she had real feelings yesterday about us getting the egret and uh, uh, the eaglet. Yeah. Oh, eaglet and eaglet. She was like, yeah. Brittany, you should know. We have them at our cabin. And I was like, I did. I did. Saw them. So what, it's so eaglets or egrets? Egrets. Oh, you do? Okay. Well, probably eaglets, too. Probably, but yeah. I just don't see them as much. Yeah, probably I wouldn't true. hang with babies. Um, but no, it's just funny because that's what I get a lot of feedback. It's not like people coming up to me and saying, but I know they're having fun because they want to. And I love talking about it with like anybody who comes up so I, I think a lot of times it's like they feel it's a part of the conversation which I love it's like why I love when people email us mm -hmm. I love I love the continued conversation about everything are you getting more and more emails as time goes by um yeah I just got one from Peter oh here we go can you see me light up oh Brittany Brittany I really like you oh, Peter from Baxter yeah. <laughs> I told you from yeah. Baxter to be about her nice thanks Peter no, but you know Isn't what? Isn't that where the men's prison is, Baxter? Hey, mate, I, never, I didn't ask where Peter came from. <laughs> <laughs> He's can my tell side you my favorite, boo. Can I tell you my favorite prison story? No, yeah, of course you should. Because, you know, I used to go visit a lot of friends in the prison because yes. some people I grew up with were criminals. Okay, tell, right? tell yeah. <laughs> my favorite thing. Which one were you visiting at the time? Well, this was not prison. It was the workhouse. Okay. Which is jail still, but it's not mm -hmm. prison, right? So I'm out there, and I don't want to say who I was picking up, but he might have been a relative, <laughs> if you know what I'm saying. And he might not be with us anymore. Yes, it was Troy. I went to pick him up <laughs> from work. My Try. brother Troy was in the workhouse. Yep. So I go to pick him up, and I walk in, and there was this. Do you guys remember Mad Dog Vashon? Yeah, of course. How could okay, you not? Remember the rest of Only Mad from Dog you, Vashon? yeah. And I've looked him up since <clears throat> you've mentioned it, but I didn't know him prior. There was a guy. He looked like he's about 80 years old. And he looked just like Mad Dog Vashon, only he would shuffle along. He'd just shuffle his feet. He wouldn't lift his feet. He would shuffle them because he was, I don't know, so although 80's not that old, he should be able to walk. But he looked just like Mad Dog Vashon. And I'm standing there, and this group of dazzling urbanites, I was talking to them, 
And everyone goes, oh, man, it's Mad Dog, like that. So we look down the hall, and Mad Dog looks like he's, well, let me put it this way. It looks like he spilled a pot of soup on his lap. Oh, no. <laughs> so all of a sudden, he's walking. And I can't say what Mad Dog said, but I'll get as close as I can. As he comes closer, this guy goes, hey, Mad Dog, you pissed your pants again. <laughs> and he goes, F you, F you, F you. <laughs> and he just kept saying it over and over again. It was the greatest moment of my life. Hey, Mad Dog, you pissed your pants again. Hey, Mad Dog, just looking out. <laughs> just looking out, Mad Dog. That story is crazy. There's like elements to that story that are actually insane. And the fact, yeah. Well, you got to go visit people in prison. Have you, have you ever visited anybody in prison? Nah. It's no. quite the experience, I will tell you. Because all the guys, even though you're in the visitor's room, try to act like tough guys. And you're like, move your chair back. I'm going home and you're staying here, you dope. <laughs> I mean, like, everybody in there is a tough guy. Like, you're in prison. I'm trying to think of anybody I could even. I don't think I know anybody in prison. I mean, I've known people in jail with, like, DUIs for yeah, the weekend. Sure. Yeah. But, like, nobody's visiting them. Well, Yeah, well, that's true. All right, we do have to take a break in a second here. Uh, the weather, hot and humid with isolated thunderstorms this afternoon, a high of 91. Uh, tonight, warm with an isolated thunderstorm, a low of 68. Then tomorrow, hot and humid, a few thunderstorms possible. Now, these are just coming and going, right? Not all day. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. That's what it sounds like anyway. High of 90 tomorrow. So, uh, yeah, 91 today, 90 tomorrow. On Friday, hot and humid, scattered thunderstorms, a high of 90 again, and a high again on 90. So it's going to be 90 today, tomorrow, uh, Friday, Saturday. And then it drops all the way down to 89 on Sunday. Ew. Stay oh, in no. the 90s. Do you yeah, guys like you 90? Is that too hot for you? No, I like it. No, nah, it's fine because I know that in you know five and a half months I'll be bitching about how cold it is. Oh, so okay. I'll take 90. Yeah. You got that right. Do that. Le oh, God. Is that not it? cool? Was it a hip-hop station now? Do that. Get, get up with the get down. Hey, Tom, you pissed yourself. Hey, Tom, you pissed your pants again. <laughs> you got to do that to me once in a while. Just throw it in once in a while. Hey, Tom, you pissed your pants again. I should have it when a guest is here and we'll just act real normal about it. Like, don't get up. <laughs> exactly. It's fine. Don't worry about it. I can just it. take like a soda and pour it on my pants and go, oh, damn it. Let me. I think it should be real. I think you should commit <laughs> well, to the should bit. Pee. Yeah. I should pee my pants. Okay. I mean, it's the least you can do for the show. I could do that. Thank you. It is partly cloudy in 67 now. Uh, maybe an isolated thunderstorm this afternoon with a high of 91 today. We'll take a break. Be right back in a couple of minutes, ladies and gentlemen. Kristen Burt coming up. Minutes from now, as you know, my friend Mike Lindell has a passion to help everyone get the best sleep of their lives. He didn't stop by simply uh, creating the best pillow. Mike created the Giza Dream bed sheets. They look and feel great, which means an even better night's sleep for me, which is crucial for my <clears throat> busy schedule. <laughs> What do you think of that? Way to flex. Yes. Uh, Mike found the best cotton called Giza. It's ultra soft and breathable, but extremely durable. Mike's Giza Dream Sheets. They come with a 60-day money-back guarantee, a 10-year warranty as well. Yes, I did say a 10-year warranty as well. Giza Dream Sheets come in a variety of sizes and colors. Mike's latest incredible deal is the sale of the year. For a limited time, you'll receive 50% off the Giza Dream Sheets. You will receive a set for as low as $29.98. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio podcast square, and use promo code TOM. There, you'll find not only this amazing offer, but also deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the MyPillow 2.0 mattress topper, MyPillow towel sets, and so much more. Call 800-516-5146, use promo code TOM, or go to MyPillow.com. Make sure you use the promo code TOM. Hello, I'm Brad Huckle, President at North American Banking Company. And I'm Mike Bilski, CEO at North American Banking Company. 
As a community bank based right here in the Twin Cities, we believe in taking the time to get to know our customers and their businesses. And part of that is hiring and cultivating a team of experienced lenders. When your business banks with us, you're not training in a new inexperienced banker. In fact, our bankers have worked with many of the same customers for years, earning their trust. We get to know you and your business, and you get to know and rely upon us. When your business is looking to capitalize on an opportunity or solve a problem, we'll be here to help you. Tom here. I know Brad and Mike, and I trust that with my banking, they've personally delivered on everything they've just said. So why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, and equal housing lender. Hi, I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw Bryant. If you've been hurt in a car collision, it's traumatic enough. You don't need to waste time and energy on the legal stuff. Think of us as a partner who will guide you through the process. First off, you need to recover, but part of that is getting the compensation you deserve. At Bradshaw and Bryant, we'll work hard so you can get the rest you need during the trying months after a personal injury. At Bradshaw and Bryant, we understand how important it is to make our clients comfortable. So we build each client relationship on the pillars of honesty and transparency. Don't miss out on what's rightfully yours. We'll go to bat for you. For your free case consultation, please visit minnesotapersonalinjury.com. That's minnesotapersonalinjury.com. I'm Mike Bryan. I hope you're never injured in a collision. But if you are, don't sign anything until you've talked to Bradshaw and Bryant. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. With Mike Bryant on your side, seeking justice for the injured. Bradshaw and Bryant. The new Tom Bernard Morning Show is proud to have partners like Bradshaw and Bryant, MyPillow, and North American Banking Company founder, chairman, and president, Mike Bilski. I've advertised on Tom's show for years, and the reason is simple. My business is recognized because of the ads, and that recognition has created growth. What business doesn't want to grow? I highly recommend the Tom Bernard Morning Show for your advertising. Grow results for your business by partnering with the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Visit TomBernardShow.com keyword partner. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. We're back. What do you think of that action? We're back, baby. Answer me. I'm going to have hot water soon. What do you mean? I don't want to brag. At but the house? Yeah, my. Uh, we're going to have both cold and hot water Ooh. soon. So you're welcome. How long have you been out? Um, It's not necessarily out. It just runs out after a good amount of time. You get about, like, mm, probably like two gallons of hot water before it's gone. So, so. It's not, we're not living in a rough, rough world mm. yet, but it keeps getting less and less. Um, but Saber 
you know, from Steve from Saber. Steve's a really good friend of mine. Yep. I gave him a call, but I dropped the ball, forgot they were coming to the house. <laughs> There's a shock. <laughs> so I felt like a monster, and they called, and they're like, hey, we're here. And I was uh, at Kowalski's. I said, oh, my God, oh, my God. Um, do you mind if you just come in with the garage code? And I had that, like, nervous energy fun, of, like, yeah. And the guy's like, yeah, of course. I go, here's the garage code. Didn't think anything of it because mm-hmm. it's Steve and he hires all the best people. So I was kind of like, like had that moment, like nervousness of, can I give the garage code or whatever? And then right before I walked in, I, he, I go, oh, oh, we have two dogs. And he goes, I have four. Yeah, there and you go. I was like, okay, but <laughs> they were so nice. I love, I love Steve. And I love, like, they were so they were so nice to us. His wife's much better than he is. Though. Tatiana. Tatiana's a much better person than Steve is. Let's uh, be honest. And how funny, because, like, Steve is this, like, you know, salt of the earth. He's he works is. hard. He wants, you know, he's Mr. Hands-On. And then his wife, he shows up, and he's wearing, like, an, you know, a flannel, some dirty jeans. And then mm-hmm. his wife, like, Gucci head to toe. Rest of the nine, baby. Got heels on. <laughs> she's like, no, I'm not doing that. Like, she's so funny. She's great. And he gets the biggest kick out of her. He reminds me, they remind me of you and Catherine, where uh, the men, sh- they, they, they might get a bigger kick out of their wives than their wives get out of their husbands. <laughs> yeah, that might be possible. Because he's just like... He, he just gets a huge kick out of her, and watching them, watching her talk, he just thinks she is so funny and oh, yeah. lovely, and oh, yeah. just. And then he'll say, "Yeah, I got to keep working because Tatiana's still shopping." So. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, Catherine, why don't you hang out with Tatiana more? That's great. Yeah. Um, oh, go I was going to say when I worked at the Mall of America, there was always kids, just like piles of kids, groups of like six, seven kids that would come in with a mom. And that would be it. And every time, and I'd see a huge rock on her finger, and I would think, right now, there is a guy at an office slaving his ass off just so that he can send his wife and these kids out to the Mall of America to blow all of his money. Isn't it so true? Yes. Uh, yeah. So. I've got an email from a mutual friend that said, uh, so they were in your house when you weren't home. Apparently, he checked on the internet, and there's a picture of Steve wearing one of your dresses. That's, I'm sure so, he'd, you know. mm-hmm. he'd fit. <laughs> a little snatched waist. Um, I'm fine with that. I'm a clothes sharer. I can, I can nah, share. Steve's I, a great guy. Yeah. He is. I just felt good. I felt nice. I don't know, you know, the heating and all that stuff kind of stuff. You, you get a little nervous about who to go to. You don't even know where to begin. And I texted Steve. I go, hey, you guys serve Eden Prairie? Kind of like testing the waters, uh-huh. like. And he's like, next thing I know, called me up. And oh, I, I know. I just, I don't know. I just, it feels nice to know somebody when you're dealing with something like that because you really, yep. you can't, you don't know what you don't know. And you don't want to sit and read up for eight hours on something you're barely going to learn anything about. Well, yeah, they were just at our house about a month ago because I don't really? remember what the hell happened. Something happened with the hot water heater or whatever. Really? Oh. They were there immediately. Isn't that Fixed cool? Fixed it. It was phenomenal. Yeah. That's I, all I'm saying. Saber, plumbing, and heating. You heard me. Well, you heard us. And that's, again, I've, and again, thanks for being nice to my dogs. I had a panic moment of they were going to walk in the door and be terrified of these two giant dogs. But nah, they're not a terrified crew. I got to be honest with you. I know most of them. They're real solid people. Yeah. Indeed, they are. Thanks for letting me go on a rant. I just, just nice when a nice thing, it, it works out nice. That's what I'm saying. I was talking about that yesterday when people say nice things about the show. I want to pass them on. 
Why don't we get to, back to the point where you make people feel good instead of make them feel like shit every day? Yeah. Why I, don't we do that? I don't know when Mr. busts in the door and calls me a goddamn disaster before he sits down. That's a very sweet greeting. <laughs> I've been working on it for years. I'd offer up some happy gummies, but I left them in the car. and so They're she just left one, them in the car. They're just one happy gummy now, so we're oh, all just going to take a bite and pass it on. Uh, pass it on like an apple? Yeah, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> that's her plan for the rest of the day. That'll be great. Yeah. Aren't you just a sweetheart? Yeah, you're welcome. No, I mean, seriously, that whole situation, you know, I've got a couple, gotten a couple calls from people that used to advertise with me on the queue and saying, hey, you know what, I, I should have come along with you in the beginning. Apparently their businesses are way down, unfortunately. So get your ass over here. We'll get them back up. Everything will be good. Yeah, I like, and I, you, you know, you're the same way. You're not going to talk about something if it's not awesome. Um, well, I just love when we know somebody and I know they're good people and I know I, it makes me nervous to let people in the house. Now I, I, I didn't used to be that way prior to having the baby. And now I feel, oh yeah. now I mean, we used to be like, you come and go as you want. We don't really care. But now it's, it's definitely a nervous feeling of having somebody have the garage code. But I was talking to a new client yesterday. They're they're not on yet, but they're going to be very, very soon. And. Um, one of them said he, that he had heard that I will not lie for an advertiser. And I said, you heard correctly. I am not going to lie for you or any other advertiser. I will, if I use your product and I like it, I will tell people I like it. If I don't like it, then I'm not going to do your commercial. Yeah. Because I'm not going to lie just to make money. I'm not a politician, you know. Yeah, Tom won't lie, but Brittany and Rudy will. So okay, please well, so come on by. And Dump both- your business on these two. <laughs> also, we'll show skin. Mm-hmm. We won't tell you which skin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Jesus-ish. Going to hang your butt out? Yeah, maybe my ankle. Maybe that will be my yeah, knee. I can't make any promises. All right. So, yeah, we're trying to keep up with Chris and Bert's coming on just a couple of minutes from now. Um, so, apparently, this vote has cleared house... Uh, uh, clears House Rules Committee uh, vote to advance to House floor soon. Now they're going to have some problems on the House, are they? The House floor. I don't know. It's going to happen. This is all just look how important I am and look at how hard I work to serve the people. I'm here fighting for you. No, you're not, you lying scumbag. You're a dirtbag politician making money off of our misery. Fighting for us. Fighting for you, With, Brittany. I think they just just sword. I'm in the you know I'm at the house fighting for you. I mean, that's what they always say. It's like give me a break for Christ. And I'll tell you again, I have endorsed I don't know how many candidates over the years, Democrats and Republicans. I've heard back from one of them after they were elected. Can I ask you a it's question disgusting. about that? So they come over. They come. Well, you guys meet for lunch and you talk about their politics or mm-hmm. how? How do you decide? Like I'm going to endorse you. Because if I asked, I, you know, tell me what you're all about. And if they lie, I'm going, no, oh, you know what? It's not a good fit. Yeah. I don't go, you're a lying piece of shit. I don't do that. But Which I don't believe you. I bet you I probably. I probably do. You're right. <laughs> you're right about that. Yes, I do. So you just sit down with them and hear their point, you know, hear their points uh-huh. of view, how they, what their game plan is. A couple it- of them came on the show. Like, Dean Phillips was on the show, and I endorsed him. Have not heard a word from him since. Is it like Shark Tank for endorsements the kind of they said i will be give you a hundred percent of the uh my game plan for your endorsement and they lay it all out like have you ever thought to yourself this person's not the one? Oh, absolutely i will not endorse someone that i don't believe in 
No way. I am not going to lie for people. It's not going to happen. Do they have to align with what your game plan no, is? No, not necessarily. And I don't mean in a bad way. I just mean like no. I probably wouldn't pick anyone that doesn't align with what I think is the game it's plan. It's not all about you, you know. I know, and that's why people. I'm saying is that you, you're a disaster. You look at it and go, but this is better for A, B, and C. That's what I try to do. It's okay. not like I know everything about politics, but Same. if you come and ask me if I would endorse them, I'm going to have to do a little research and check it out. And in general, I'm deeply disappointed every time. Yeah. Have you ever endorsed somebody that after, I mean, ignoring the fact that they don't reach out to you, have you ever endorsed somebody who said they were going to do something and then lied? No. That's no. good. That's a good, that's great. Basically, the two that I still, and I don't even talk to them very often, but they have different lives and all the rest of it. I've known Norm Coleman for a billion years, and he was a Democrat, and he's been a Republican. And then Tim Pawlenty is just a really nice man. Tim Pawlenty was a really good friend of my mother's. Yeah. And she was an ardent Democrat, and he was a Republican. See, that's why I don't have the same viewpoint that most people do, because my mother was not always about, it's got to be a Democrat or it's not going to work for me. I just, she wasn't like that at all. She had her beliefs, and she was hoping and wishing her people would get in. Yeah. But she and Pawlenty were, were really good friends. You know, and they agreed on nothing politically. He used to roll with uh, Tim Pawlenty's nephew. Oh, he did? Yeah, and I, I hung out with Tim Pawlenty one time, and I, I don't know. I get a couple of drinks in me, and I get a little smart-ass sometimes. And I love Tim Pawlenty. I think he's such a nice guy. He's a great and guy. I said, hey, man, hear me out. Listen, the next time you run, <laughs> you need to get a logo, get that old candy going, and you go as good in Pawlenty's. I like Aww. it. And he was like, not going to happen. I was like, God damn it, Tim. I was like, do you know how brilliant that is? I'm half in the bag, and this is the best idea I've ever had. He's like, I'm not going to happen, kid. That's actually super cute. See? And you can hand out candy bars. Yeah, good and polentis. Yeah. You think maybe he said no because about 80 other people said that? Probably. I was like, that's the fun. That was like when Jim Tomey was here, and I was like, you guys, for the Twins games, we should get shirts that say, Tomey is my homie. And they're like, yeah, we've had those for like two seasons now. Like, Actually, it. we brought you one. Hey, great pull. Great job. You're doing fantastically well. Um, is Kristen ready to go? Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, Kristen Burt. Um, God, one of the segments you did, I can't remember what the hell you were talking about, but I just, it popped up on my screen that hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people are, are watching this video of you do something. I don't know what the hell you're even doing. Probably yelling at me about something. That's what I'm thinking. What did I do? I don't know. I got to figure it out, but they're, I'm getting sick of telling everybody on the show how much everybody loves them. I'm sick of all of you and I'm never talking to you again. Well, I have a story. Yes. <laughs> it ignores no, me. I love No, that. no, this makes me think. No, because this, okay. this is you. Like, this is actually good. Um, so I think it was last week at some point, And I, I think I was joking because it was it was uh, Britt's birthday. And mm-hmm. I was like, you could get her the Princess Leia robe. It's on an auction. I got invited to the auction, um, the whole press screening, because of your show. They heard me talk about it. Where's the show? It's at the Peterson Museum, so I'm going to go down in person and see the Princess Leia robe that you might buy for Brit for her for birthday Brit, Brit. for <laughs> around $2 million. It's only $2 million? It's only $2 million. I so am worth it. Much. I am and worth also, it. maybe we can get Rudy, like, the Batmobile this situation, if you yeah, want he's that. He's going Batmobile. <sighs> Another one? Jeez, Kristen. I'm starting to <laughs> well, run out of room in my, my giant warehouse of car collectibles. 
<laughs> so I was thinking I can go and like preview it for you, Tom, and then I can go like bid for you um, because everyone's listening. So what how a great idea. <laughs> Magnificent. When is that? Um, it's coming up June 24th. So okay, we've cool. got a couple of weeks to strategize. You can get your collect your funds together, Tom. Let me know what my limit is when I bid for you. Well, 2.1 maybe. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying. I just want to walk out of the Peterson Museum with like the Princess Leia robe wrapped around my arm. Sure. <laughs> Next mm-hmm. morning in my closet, <laughs> this is coming your way, Brit. Yeah, you've got it in one of those, yeah, wardrobe bags. Just you know you do. fold it over. Buy it and then kind of crumple it up and throw it on the floor and take a picture of it. It's like, yeah, this is what happened. I will let my cat sleep on it. Yeah. Next to me every morning. There you (laughs) have it. She's right here. I always put a blanket down. Well, we'll put the Princess Leia robe instead. Yeah, I haven't haven't not looked at uh, at our our listener levels in several weeks, but I understand it's building and building. Is that Mm -hmm. what you guys are coming across? Yeah, we're getting a lot of people moving over from just listening to the show, downloading it, to the actual stream itself. Oh, really? Yeah. We're doing so, that now. Yeah. So, yeah. So, a lot of people are listening to it Monday through Friday, actually, as the show happens in real time. Yes. That's, uh, and that's why we're doing the morning show format, the three-hour morning show format, because I don't think there's ever been a morning show podcast in any market that I know of. I don't think Maybe. I don't think one that is. I think they they have some that because of studio time they do them early in the morning, yeah. but they just record yeah. them and then push them out in the afternoon. Where right. we are actually doing both. Yeah, I like yeah. it. So Brit, Brit Ryan Seacrest even pre-records a lot of his show. See, does he really? That hack. Mm-hmm. No, who's that? He does. <laughs> who's Ryan Seacrest? I don't even know who that is. Ryan Seacrest, American Idol host. Never heard of him. Okay. <laughs> He's a flaming prick, I heard. That's what I did hear about him. Is he not a nice guy? Um. <laughs> yeah, that, that says no. Yeah. <laughs> the thing I hate about that the most is he's a former fat guy. Oh, is he? Yes. I didn't know that. I, I, little kid. I hate when former fat kids become <laughs> skinny guys and they become dicks. That's the worst. You're a former fat kid. Embrace it. Let that fat kid shine, all right? Right. right. Exactly. Yes. Oh, and everyone exactly just right. realized I have, like, the worst poker face. I'm like, um. Yeah, of course. <laughs> God, yeah. Uh, he, no. Uh, uh. Yeah, that was good. You did a really nice <laughs> yeah. job. He, he's interesting. All right, I followed your lead. Now, Catherine and I are very, very happy because we had, we, got a, we, we wanted to find four half-hour shows because we watched a lot of hour-long, an hour-and-a-half-long, you know, documentary series and things like that. So we wanted to find some half-hour stuff to kind of fit in because, you know. We don't watch much television together, probably about, at the most, an hour or two. That's about it. So we're going through this whole situation and finding stuff. So, so we followed your lead. Well, first of all, we had Corner Gas, which we found and just loved that show. I think it's absolutely hilarious. Abbott Elementary is terrific. We haven't started season two yet. Oh, so good. Yeah, it's a great show. I, she's, that Quinta Brunson is fantastic. I am obsessed with Quinta Brunson. By the way, Quinta Brunson is literally like, Five feet tall, maybe five. Yeah. One. Oh, I know. She, I don't even think she's that tall. Yeah. You probably you're not going to care about this, but Britt will care. She has this incredible stylist who like dresses her in all these like couture outfits, and as a as also as a short girl, I appreciate that. So I'm always like following and liking it because I feel like he dresses her very tall. Yeah, yeah. I think he does a good job because you don't like you you saying that fact. We all kind of went, oh, she is. So her stylist is killing it. They're definitely killing it in the proportions game. Yeah. Yeah. I just love everything about her. Now I have a question for you. You ever notice standing next to that Janelle, what's her name, that plays the principal? 
Yeah. She's I about have, a foot and a half tall. person. She's hilarious. <laughs> she's very funny. Yeah, she's very funny. I saw her stand-up uh, about three, four days ago. She had a stand-up special out. She's good. There's no doubt about that. That whole but, cast is fantastic. It's a it really is. good ensemble cast. Lisa Ann Walter's been a favorite of mine for a long time. I'm sure a lot of people um, saw her in the Parent Trap remake. They probably remember her from the Lindsay Lohan one version. Uh, who's the older woman with the straight hair? She's got this, like, a kind of combs her hair straight back. She's an older woman. She's one of the teachers. The one with the red hair? No, not the, no, she's black. She's the black oh. woman. With straight, Shirley gets, Ralph, is that who it is? Mm-hmm. She's terrific. I love her. She's a she's, she's so a, good. She is really really good on that show. Okay, then we she's picked one up one of the original Dream Girls on Broadway. Like we're talking oh, okay. like triple threat, like yep. amazing. Yeah. Then we moved on to Jury Duty, which I'm still not huge on. I'm on season. We we just uh, excuse me. We watched uh, episode three. It's good, but I'm I'm not knocked out by it. It's oh, okay. Gosh, I love that show. And I was just was going to say, there's a really good podcast that talks a little bit behind the scenes with oh, okay. Ronald Gladden, who is obviously the guy who has no idea he's on a, a reality show, and then um, the creator. And um, it's for the if you're looking for the podcast, it's called The Town, um, and it's one of the recent episodes. And they really kind oh, of okay. get into like and how and Ronald like gets into like how he was fooled, and at times when he thought he would joke like I think I'm on a reality show and they would go mm-hmm. behind the scenes and they would be like forget it all afternoon we're just going to do normal boring court stuff they would like totally right. like scrap the script for the day I did like the part on uh, on episode 3 where the guy decides to make a chair out of two crutches Yes. That is pretty damn funny, because then of course he has to show up for jury duty, and he tries to sit in the in the jury box wearing the his crutches off his butt. Yeah, yes. <laughs> it's like what are you doing? But what makes Ronald so sweet? He has like that character right. go and watch a Bug's Life right. because he also had challenges. And you're like, how does this guy have this good of a heart? Because I would tell you, I would probably be so snarky behind the scenes, like in my confessionals. I, I would just be like, are you kidding me? And he is so kind to him, which I just makes you think like there is some good in humanity. Well, that's what we need more of. You're absolutely right about that. And of course, yeah. the old woman keeps falling asleep, which is hilarious. They have to keep waking her up in the jury box. <laughs> what are you Which doing? Which you would totally expect. I feel like oh, yeah. that's totally realistic. Um, there's some other things that'll happen that are a little outlandish, but it kind of like rolls with like what's happening. And anytime that they felt like Ronald really was going mm, like certain question things, they would just go and do boring and normal things, and, like bring it back to one. My- so and that's that's what's really interesting too. Um, that came out in the podcast on the town. They were saying, you you know, we're going to submit this for um, a drama series instead of like, uh, and for writing as well because mm-hmm. they like we wrote this script right. even though it was improv. Every single day we had a structure to it. Sometimes we would scrap it and rewrite it on in the, in the moment, which I think is fascinating. No, it's it's really. I like the show. I, I don't love it yet, but maybe as I go along. Because episode three was the best so far. So does it just it, get better I and better? I feel like three is really where it gets rolling, okay. honestly. All right. Uh, because I did enjoy watching it. I'm getting there. But the one I don't understand about, this is, my, this is on me. This is my fault. Uh, following your lead, I watched the very first episode of Barry last night. I have never seen that show. 
And I don't know why I never watched that show, because I like Bill Hader. I like the idea. I just never watched it. The first episode was phenomenal. It's, it was my, it's my favorite HBO show yeah, of, of all see. time. I, I will say this. The series finale was on Friday. No, excuse me, on Sunday. Sunday. It is hands down the most disappointing oh, that's too bad. series finale. Not to ruin it for you, because I'm telling you right now, there are four seasons and seven episodes that is the best television you will ever watch. Yeah, yep. It's just the way it ends. It's almost like Bill Hader went, Every, here's everything you want to have happen. We're going to do the opposite. Oh, really? And it's yeah. almost like they do it just to go, yep. we're, we're not going to play by your rules, which I kind of appreciate a little bit, but at the same time, you're like... Uh, everything that because in your yeah. mind you build it up and there's this natural thing and at the end you just want to be so satisfied I just want that Sam Malone turning off the lights moment that was great where you go oh yep. it's all done now and I'm so glad they put a little bow on it at the end like I stood up and I was like no no I did not waste all those years uh, watching this for that but I'm telling you Tom you have to watch because it is so good yes. Sopranos even you know what I said, the Sopranos is the worst ending of all time. Barry yeah. is number two. Yeah. Wow, Sopranos ending was terrible. Yeah. terrible. I can't wait to watch it tonight. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I, I I was trying to hold off, but since he brought up Barry, I was like, we might as well talk uh, about it. No, I, I will say, um, marvelous Mrs. Maisel wrapped up on Friday. That mm -hmm. is a solid ending to that series. Cool. So you know, I always like to shout it out because I think sometimes when you really invest your time, like you did with Barry, and said, you know, I love it. And then you get to the end, you're like, oh, it just didn't, it's not, you need that cherry on top. Maisel ends, total chef's kiss. Kristen, have you been watching Succession? I have, and I am just, I have a couple more episodes Same. to watch. So I haven't watched the finale and I cannot wait. Same, and I'm a little bit worried, but I hope the finale is good. Um, they had the season, or the series finale mm -hmm. on Sunday. And so I'm, I, we, haven't, we haven't been caught up yet, but I'm, I'm nervous. I hope it's good because I love that show. From everything I've heard, people loved it, and it did huge numbers for HBO. But HBO really has kind of like a desert now when it comes to uh, scripted TV series. So I don't know what's going to happen. They really have to kind of ramp it up when uh, when it comes to prestige television, which they are well known for, because losing Succession and Barry on the same night was kind of a big blow. There you have it. All I have to say is, because I know we got to get going here, but all I have to say is after watching the very first episode of Barry, I now have figured out if everybody pisses me off enough, the final scene, that first episode, is how it's going to end. What does he shoot that car about 20 times? They're all in the car. And he, he must shoot into that car at least 20 times. It's like, whoa, I guess we're serious about this. Now, I thought it was terrific. I thought everybody in it was terrific. I love Henry Winkler anyway. Mm -hmm. I think he's just mad. one of the nicest men I've ever met. He's a nicest great man in Hollywood. He, is. he really is. Great. I'm not, I think that's you no lie. You mentioned that yesterday, I think. Yep. But he you're really right. Is. But uh, yeah, I, so all four now, I, we have four solid half hour shows, which really helps. Because And then we watched the last episode of Joe Pickett last night. That's a very sad show. It can be very, very sad. Really good, very well acted, no question. But it's about a, uh, a game warden out in what is it, like Wyoming or Utah or some damn place. And there are some bad people out there, I'll just tell you that. And they like to shoot other people. So there you go. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Is that like real life? Yeah, it's just like real life, so it's no big deal. Oh. <laughs> All right, sister. So we'll talk to you on the morrow. Good. See, I said on the morrow. Did you get that? It's so fancy. fancy. Very high end, I thought. You know, no question. But yeah, so thank you for the tips on those. All, 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 the three of you, 
because uh, now I now have four very solid shows, and I do like all four of them. I think I'm going to really like Barry. It's definitely my kind yeah. of show. Definitely yeah, up your alley. Mm-hmm. Well, up my what? Up your alley. How Thanks. dare you, ma'am? I just had to pinch my cheeks together. It sounded very <laughs> painful. Yeah, well, up your alley, sister. All right, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye, Kristen. Bye, guys. Thank you. Kristen Burt, ladies and gentlemen. I know I say it a lot, but, man, I love working with her. And she wants to put things up your alley, so. Yes. Done and done. I cannot believe I've known her for 11 years already. That's wild. Never met her in person. I know. And like I said, I never even knew what she looked like until after I had worked with her for 11 years. Hideous. Bizarre. Yeah, she's a hideous woman. There's no question about it. We have to take a break. We'll be right back in a couple minutes kicking uh, off. Well, not quite kicking off hour two, but we'll get close right after this. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Listen live on the Tom Bernard Show app or at TomBernardShow.com. Hello, I'm Brad Huckle, president at North American Banking Company. And I'm Mike Bilski, CEO at North American Banking Company. As a community bank based right here in the Twin Cities, we believe in taking the time to get to know our customers and their businesses. And part of that is hiring and cultivating a team of experienced lenders When your business banks with us, you're not training in a new, inexperienced banker. In fact, our bankers have worked with many of the same customers for years, earning their trust. We get to know you and your business, and you get to know and rely upon us. When your business is looking to capitalize on an opportunity or solve a problem, we'll be here to help you. Tom here. I know Brad and Mike, and I trust that with my banking, they've personally delivered on everything they've just said. So why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. This is Bob Sansever, and I want to tell you about Dave Bialki from Bialki Law. Dave represented my wife, Mary, when she had a significant workplace injury. She was very happy with the job Dave did. If you have a work-related injury and have Dave represent you, I'm betting you'll be happy too. Dave is a down-to-earth guy. He grew up in northern Minnesota, rides a Harley, and worked various jobs doing concrete, electrical, plumbing, roofing, and carpentry work. Dave works for people with work-related injuries. If you work construction, or anywhere for that matter, and you're hurt or even just hurting, you should talk to Dave. Let's face it, our bodies wear out. If your body is worn out from work, if your knees or back or shoulders hurt from things you do at work, do what Mary did. Call Dave and talk to him about it at Bialki Law to set up a free initial consultation. The number to call is 763-571-2410. That's 763-571-2410. Or visit BialkiLaw.com. That's B-I-A-L-K-E Law.com. You know, I've got to say, I'm feeling fantastic. As you may have heard, I've been following the fat loss program at MNFatLoss.com, and I've lost right about 23 pounds so far. I've been following the program for about four weeks now, a little over that, somewhere in there. And I can tell you it feels great to be going into summer having lost the weight in just a few weeks' time. You will absolutely be able to lose weight like I've done and still enjoy the foods you love this summer. That's a huge part of it. Yeah, to be able to enjoy your summer is huge. I'm eating my favorite grilled steak and chicken, along with fresh vegetables and berries, drinking lots of water. No wonder I feel great. If you want to find out the secret to losing 20 to 30 pounds in just eight weeks, just like I'm doing, 
That's about a pound of fat every day, by the way. No exercise required. To schedule your free consultation, go to mnfatloss.com. That's mnfatloss.com. Results may vary. Be sure to tell the team at mnfatloss.com that Tom Bernard sent you. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, it's about, what, 7.56 now? Yeah, and I'm glad that one played, that little uh, All of His Friends thing played before Tevin got in here, because it's the one that doesn't have Tevin's name in it. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's, he's very happy about that. Very, it's very happy so about that. It's so funny to watch his face as he keeps thinking that, when he kept thinking that his name was going to be said. It was like a kid on Christmas that just kept walking down the stairs to nothing. Unbelievable. I just looked at the, I had not seen the Star Tribune yet this morning. I just looked at the website just now, and there's Walls and Jesse Ventura side by side with big smiles. Former Governor Jesse Ventura was on hand as Governor Tim Walls legalized marijuana in Minnesota. With a stroke of a pen on Tuesday, Wall signs historic bill legalizing marijuana in Minnesota. So I thought Jesse was off the grid. He told me he was off the grid. What happened? I don't know, but he's rocking a skullet. He's got the skullet going now. Yeah, he actually right. looks great. He does? For a guy who's off the grid. Oh, he looks pretty. Look at that. Yeah, compared to what he looked like a couple of years ago. Yeah. He actually oh, really? looks pretty decent. That's what I thought. Why? What did he look like a couple of years ago? Because he hasn't uh, talked to me now in about 10 years. So. Uh, he looked like he was about to introduce you to a tale from the crypt the last time oh, I had really? seen him. Oh, really? He Thanks. looked awful. Yeah. That's, That's a really good description. Um, Yeah, that if he's in town, come onto the pod. Yeah, just come on. Let me tell you something, Bernard. I'm really pissed off at you again. I bet you guys would get along again. We were friends for a long time. Like now that things of you guys are a little older, things. You know why he's pissed off at me? This is a true story. I would love to know. He and I were friends. Matter of fact, his wife and my wife were very good friends. Yeah, that's what you've said before too. So we were very good friends. He got elected governor. He wanted me to host his his inauguration party, Mm. and Hamilton said no. He said you cannot host that party. It'll look bad. So I called him and said, Jesse, they will not let me do it. No, that's not it. You just don't want to do it. So he hasn't talked to me since. See, this is absolutely, this is fixable. This is so fixable. Well, it's been like, what, 20 years now, hasn't it? I say shoot him a text. When was he he governor? I, I, I forgot. Elected in 98, I believe it was, until 2000. Because I remember being in high school. I think I was a junior in high school. Until 2002, I believe, yeah. So yeah. 25 years to 21 years mm-hmm. ago, and I still haven't talked to him in 21 years. This seems fixable. For There's 20, a lot yeah, of times feuds years, you have, and I go, that you're never going to talk to that person again. But this seems very fixable. This I don't seems... know why he got so upset. I wasn't the one who canceled. Hamilton was the one who said, you can't go to that. This seems like one of those things where somebody was mad, mm-hmm. and then there was just too much time put in between it, and then it just fizzled out. He might got a little pissed off at me, too, because I wrote a song about him called If I Only Had a Brain. Well, I that... would while away the hours. Consorting with the flowers. It was. He didn't like that song too much. Okay, so we're adding more things to it, but I think <laughs> we have more. Angles. I think this is fixable. I say my my 2023 goal is to have Jesse on the show and you guys bury the old hatchet. I know. I mean, like, and, and I don't have a hatchet. He's got a hatchet. He bury that his hatchet. The sugar tit that he is, but not in your back. Not in my back. That'd no. be good. That'd be a good thing. Nah, Jesse was... One thing you have to understand about Jesse is 
You ever had a conversation with Jesse? Either no. one of you? No, I watched him break up a bar fight in Hibbing one time. Oh, hey, that's good. Mm-hmm. That's that actually it. pretty exciting. Mm-hmm. That's a good thing. But the, the one thing about having a conversation with Jesse is you have to learn you can't talk. Because he oh. never shuts up. He's like, rah, 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 well, rah, rah, It's like, Jesus. That's the wrestler in him. Yeah. It is. It is. And I was a huge fan of his when he was a wrestler. I, I like Jesse. Jesse's, Jesse's a little too into Jesse for me. That's I'm, the one problem I do have with him. I'm reaching out. He's uh, all about himself. His name was The Body, and he the wore body. a feather boa. That's what correct. part about that didn't you make you think he wasn't totally into himself? Well, there is <laughs> that. A very good point you're making. Not like I said, I and his family. His, Jade used to be our babysitter. She's just a very sweet person. I haven't seen her in years now. But. Is that Jesse's daughter? Yeah. Okay. That's a cute name. I yeah. love the name Jade. Yep. He's got the son, the daughter. Very, very nice family. Like I said, I don't have anything against Jesse. Just he's Jesse has a massive ego. Is of his course. Problem. Based on what? On his career. He's a wrestler. Who gives a rat's ass? Like you said, it was called the body, and then the he thought bo- Jesse the Body Ventura. He was so. Sure of himself, he goes. I can trans. I can transcend this and go into politics. Nobody believed him either. Nobody no. believed him. So then, what does that That's do? True. Makes your ego even bigger. Yeah, no, it does. You're absolutely right. I, like I said, if I ran into Jesse, I'd shake his hand and go, "Jesse, how you doing?" And then just that'd be that. Yeah. Who cares? Let's not forget that he has one of the best scenes in a movie from Predator. Ain't got time to bleed. Ain't got time to bleed. There it is, baby. When he's handing out some chaw in the helicopter, that is one of the <laughs> best scenes in a movie ever. And he was such a good commentator when him and Gorilla Monsoon used to sit, and he would always go, I don't know about that, Gorilla. 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 Uh, the, the way he used to say that, it would just fire me up. I don't want to flip a table. Sure. I ain't got time to bleed. Now, that would be a great slogan for a tampon company. You're right. I ain't got time to bleed. Yeah. I like it. I like it, too. They're called good and palenties, and they ain't <laughs> good got time palenti. to bleed. That's right. Get Tim on the phone. A lot, lot of great ideas today. Holy we. buckets. We are going to be billionaires by Tuesday. No, I mean, I'm looking at this picture right now. It's Jesse Ventura standing there with a big smile on his face and then Governor Tim Walls. And I can just tell by looking at the picture, I would like Jesse a lot more than I like Tim Walls. I've never met Tim Walls. I don't know anything about him. But I can tell by looking at him, I wouldn't like him. That's a, a wild statement, and he's I a weird love guy. it. He's, don't you think he's a weird, weird human being? I think he's a nice guy. I think he's got bad policies. Really? I think you can be both. I think you can very much so mean well, but just also have bad policies. I think he's a very, because he was a science teacher for a long time, yeah, wasn't he? Yeah, he was, yeah. And his students really, they have great things to say about him and about how much he was really all about helping students and wanting to be a That's part of their good. lives. And all that is great. But on top of that, you can be a nice person and also make very bad decisions as a leader. Uh, there's no question about that. Spends a lot of money, man. I know that. <laughs> yes, he does. The so boy likes to spend money. Was the reason Ventura was there was while he was governor, did he try to legalize weed? Was that why? Uh, yes. He, he's been talking about that for years. Yeah. Jesse, Jesse's the first guy I ever heard talk about that. And he, in this article, he also wrote that uh, Ventura, a longtime proponent of marijuana legalization, recalled how the drug helped stop his wife's seizures yeah. about a decade ago. His wife's a sweetheart. His wife is very nice. So there's a balance. He's a prick, and she's very nice. No, he's, Jesse's not a prick. He's just all about Jesse. That's yeah, the problem I have with him. Okay, so... As I said, I'm gonna set. I'm gonna get this. You're gonna to get the, him on. I'm. I'm gonna try. Come sit right there in that chair, and we'll. This is how you unbelievable. have. Unbelievable. Exactly how you just started with me is how you have to start the conversation of I love your wife. Like 
You, no, she's great. She's because that, and his kids are phenomenal too. Because that, that you, what I love when people tell me that they love Justin or love Go Go, you know, there's something about that that I go, all right. Yeah. You can you can fix this. This I is fixable. That. And you know what? We're we're all in a stage of our lives that we need to be fixing things. So. You know what amazes me about that is I don't hate anyone. There are people I don't like, but I don't. I would not even waste my time hating anybody. Takes too much of your energy to hate people, don't you think? Yeah, I say that in a very clear, calm way, and then all of a sudden, like Rudy's good at—he's uh, in the revenge game. Little bit. <laughs> Boy, no one could ever tell. I'll tell you that. He's, Little bit. He Rudy reminds me of Justin, where he has his enemies and he loves them. He you wears them like jewels. You know what's funny? Before I ever met Rudy, I did a little research, yeah. and I—not not that big a deal. But I nailed his personality right on, right on the head. What's that? That you carry your, just like I do, you carry your father with you wherever you go. Oh, yeah, that's a thousand percent There's accurate. no doubt yeah. about that. We both do mm-hmm. that. Yep. So what are you going to do? And then you're just lazy. I'm lazy. Yeah, that's the problem with you. You're I'm a disaster. A, you know what's so funny is like I am at a good place with my dad. And I think so that's big, great. It that is, is nice. a great. And, you know, he's 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 one of those people that I just don't think really was good around children or adults. <laughs> Your dad? <laughs> yeah. So I thought you got along with him. Now you're just trashing the guy. I'm not trashing him. And we get along fine, like almost like an uncle. But he really. Oh, that's right. He abandoned you. I forgot. He didn't abandon that's me. That's not what I heard. Okay. I just, I'm getting away from whatever that chick's name is. But don't they always say you got to try to figure out how to get in the best place, what, whatever that is. If for you, it was just not being around your dad. And for me, it's seeing him. No, my dad took off. I didn't. I know, but don't you think that was something you go, you're thankful that he wasn't around? No. You wish he was around more. Well, I mean, do your job, asshole. What's wrong with that? But, like, do you think things would have been better if he was around? No. See, well, I mean, he was severely mentally ill that's at the I mean. end there, yeah. so yeah, it would not have been good. And I know it's a hard thing to say because we all want to no, have our dad around. No, I'm just saying, like, in theory, things should be better when our, both parents are there. But it in your be, case, yeah. in your case, it, it wasn't be. it. What are you going to do with that? But in your case, in Rudy's case, in my case, yeah. and you want to keep going down the list? Yeah. There are a couple more people that come on this show that don't <laughs> get along with their fathers too well either, I'll tell you that. I don't know what the hell that is. I, it just, yeah. I don't own it. You okay in there? Oh, no, we lost I thought Rudy. he fell down. We lost Rudy. <laughs> Try, <laughs> trying to get a hold of Jesse Ventura. Really? Let me yeah. just tell you something. <gasps> I was talking to the guy. I don't have his number anymore. I'm manifesting this, and Rudy's actually doing it. That yeah. actually, actually explains our relationship really well, where I throw something out in the universe and try to manifest it, and Rudy's busy trying to toilet. You know, I should check. I don't think I have his number anymore. I used to. Probably. N- I don't know. Uh, they, I just got his publicist number. I just gave that guy a call. Holy Christ. Hopefully they... Why does he have a publicist? It is well because he's off the grid, uh, and he needs he's somebody not, else. True. Yeah, you know. Uh, listen, great. when you're Bill Murray, I get why you, why you need a publicist because you yeah. have no cell phone, yep. you have one bat phone at your house that you yep. only pick up when certain people call. I get why you need that. But yeah, uh, listen, JV, go ahead and feel free to uh, keep a cell phone in your pocket. You're in Mexico, right? <laughs> most of the right. time, so just feel free to just keep a cell phone in your pocket in case we need to get a hold of you. Yeah, it is true. I do not have Jesse's number anymore. Sure. I used to have it, but I don't have it anymore. But 
No, I would, Jesse, be more than welcome here. I'm never going to get along with him. I mean, it's not going to be like a, this hateful deal, but he and I disagree on many, many things. You yeah, know, that's fine. You, are, you have so I many friends care. you uh, don't see eye to eye with. Well, Gelfand, I agree with nothing politically, Gelfand. Yeah. yeah. But I love the guy. I know you and do. And I, I, I don't just throw that out, by the way. I don't say I love somebody unless I really do. I believe that you love him. He's a great guy, but he's nuts. You guys have been tied together for a long time, so there must be some love there. You guys remind me of the odd couple. Oh, I bet. Yeah. Like, there, there's just I such bet. a good chemistry between you two that, you know, it's such a yin and yang because he is so polar opposite of everything you are, but yet for whatever reason, it just works with you two. It does. See? And, you and guys, you're a yin yang. Did you hear me? You guys get a kick out of each other. Yeah. I don't know about that. No, I don't I mean, know. Let me I'm get not back ready to you. admit that. Let me get back to you on that. Uh, we should do a grumpy old men uh, three and just have you and Gelfand start. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Ventura's going to make a walk in roll real quick. He's going to say, I yeah. don't got time to read. Did the guy call you back yet? <laughs> not yet. So. Get off your ass, pal. I know you're you listening. Know. This would be awesome. That'd this be, would I be have iconic. I have not seen Jesse in person in 25 years. I mean, let's have a low bar. It might be That's on the amazing. phone, most likely. I don't think he's going to be... No, but I'm just saying, I haven't seen him in person in 25 years. That's wild. Since... Because you said he was elected in, in what, 1998? I think it's it was 99. Was it 90? Well, he started... He was elected in 98, began in 99. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's been 24 years since I've seen Jesse. No, that's not true, because I went to a, a golf tournament sponsored by Kent Herbeck and got in an argument with Jesse, and Herbeck had to yell at both of us to shut the hell up or go home. So that was a pretty good day. Uh, that seems eventful. That is the wildest. You just name-dropped so many people casually. You know what's yeah. so great about that, though? Here's Jesse and me arguing it up a storm, and here comes a guy that's a lot bigger than both of us, Ken Herbeck. <laughs> Knock it off. Shut up, both of you. Ken Herbeck walked in the room and said, Go Twins, go Wild. And then go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> that should be a t-shirt we make. I love that guy. Go twins, go wild, and then go is, to bed. Is he not one of the best, nicest people you've ever He's met? He's one of my favorite people on the show. I and I would guy. not thought I would have said that. I'm oh, not really? Saying, not because he was mean, but just I thought he was going to yeah. just really be, I'm going to talk about the twins, and I, yeah. I'll sit and listen, but I don't have you know much to take from it or whatever. He's one of my favorite people on the shows. He's hilarious. When he threw, when I threw out that first pitch that I was supposed to throw to him at the at the Twin Stadium, yeah, last year, the look he had, I threw it so far left, it was unbelievable, and he just stood there and stared at me like, "What the hell was that?" That's so funny. I love that guy. He's got, a great guy. He's got that big statue outside of uh, yeah. Target Field that yeah. last Monday when I had friends of mine in town. They're big baseball guys, so we went and took some pictures next to the Kent Herbeck statue. And then we went over to the Kirby Puck statue, and while or, excuse me, Kirby Puckett statue. And while we were standing there, my buddy Jeff said, uh, "Remind me if they ever build a statue of me to still be alive, because the Ken Herbeck statue looks way better than the Kirby Puckett statue. <laughs> way cooler, <laughs> way like, cooler." I was like, "I think you're right on That's that one. Sad. Ken Herbeck looks like a like a Greek god standing out there. He does. Kirby Puckett looks he's a little, looks little pudgy. Yeah, it looks a little melted, a little it looks pudgy. Weird. Yeah. It looks weird. Like something is either too accurate." Mm -hmm. Or, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think you, you're right. You needed more of the, let's uh, shave this part. It, it, it's an odd. There's something weird. It's almost proportions are off. Yes. It's just zany. Yeah. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app. And anytime, on demand, wherever you get your podcasts.